Welcome to episode 18 of Water Break. Today is Monday, November 9th, 2020. How's it going, Supreme? Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, we had a week hiatus, but we're back in action. Uh, we have some NSM for you today, Florida Man Monday segment, Supreme Tells Joke segment, and a wild thought to top it off. Let's get into it. Water Break. Right into the news. Congratulations to Joe Budden for winning the presidential race. Wait, it's not it's not Joe Budden. Joe Budden didn't win. Joe Budden. You're talking the, about the, the former the, vice president. You're talking about the the US presidential election, right? Yeah, on like last well, I guess on Saturday. Um yeah, Joe Budden didn't win. Oh, because Trump is gonna no, sue it, the yeah, no. So uh, it's not Joe Budden. It's actually Joe Biden. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who's Joe Budden? Joe Budden is a famous rapper. He's really famous. He's like a million number ones. Really? Yeah, more than Michael Jackson. Okay. Maybe that's why I mixed them up. Yeah, that's yeah. probably why. Okay. <laughs> that's weird. Okay, well, anyways, yeah. Joe Biden, Barack Obama's former vice president, has won the presidential election. Yes, sir. And the first female vice president and person of color has become the f- vice president for the first time in history. Yes, sir. Which is pretty amazing. I think so. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think it's a, especially, especially uh, for a black female to be vice president. Um, that's really, it's really, it's really looking good for especially like little kids that think that they could grow up to be something like that someday. Now they know they can. Exactly. It's really big. Exactly. I I think it's great news. In other news, in Louisville, Kentucky, the police officer that was shot while executing a warrant at Breonna Taylor's home has sued the boyfriend of Breonna Taylor who shot him. Really? So to recap a little, there was a no-knock warrant, which is legal. It's... uh, well, it's legal, unfortunately. And they can go into someone's house by getting a court order, mm-hmm. a no-knock warrant, without any indication that you're a police officer or any law enforcement. They can go inside and try to arrest you. What happened in this situation is what I guess you would think would happen in a lot of situations. The cops came in, uh, not in a uniform, did not announce that they were cops. Some of this might be disputed information as well, although this is what I've been hearing. From most sources, they come in unannounced. Breonna Taylor's boyfriend comes out thinking that it's intruders and then shoots one of them after asking the question, who are you guys? What are you doing? And apparently the cops didn't respond to that or identify themselves. So he acted, I guess, in self-defense in that situation and shot one of the cops in the legs. And obviously, we all know what happened later on. And now this cop is suing the boyfriend who shot him because he was emotionally distraught by the situation. A lot of it's because of the the news cycles that are kind of attacking him. Yeah. And other cops similar that have been in similar situations. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I thought that was a very stupid thing. So, he's suing him because he was bullied. Right, sounds about right. Yeah, he said. <laughs> he said his client. Uh, his lawyer said his client was quote nearly shot and nearly killed. He's entitled to and should use the legal process to seek a remedy for the injury that Walker, the boyfriend, has caused him. So, I don't know. I I don't think this will make it through. I think this is kind of reaching. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but I don't that know, was man. tough to hear because I wasn't a fan. Of no-knock warrants. Oh, uh, do you know what state this was in? Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. Louisville, Kentucky, specifically. Okay. okay. I don't know. I just think no-knock warrants kind of invite... Actually, I'll just say it definitively. By the sheer numbers, if you just think about it, you doing a no-knock warrant invites a higher chance of situations like this to happen. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. That's a fact. So why would you keep doing them? Well, there's some benefits to it, such as a criminal won't know that they're coming for you, that there's a warrant out for their arrest, or that they won't they won't have time to escape if the cops identify themselves prior to entering. But in that case, there's different ways to remedy that situation. So I feel like it's not worth the risk of this situation's happening, in my opinion. Although there's a lot of studies for and against it. But it seems like more states are going to take them away. That seems like the trend right now. Well, how do you feel about no-knock warrants? Uh, th- so they don't, they don't announce um, that they're police at all? Like, not at all? I'm not sure if that's what they're supposed to do, but in the situation, that's what happened. If if they're just busting down the door and then they announce that they're police, that's a little bit different. Because I feel like the reason for the no-knock warrant is that if they're knocking at the door for a minute, then it gives um, anybody inside time to get ready, basically, in not a good way, in a violent way, basically. Yeah. And, you know, when you're when you're entering somewhere, the person inside always has the advantage. Yeah, a hundred percent. So if 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 that's if that's the case where they like they didn't shout, they didn't announce at all, then yeah, that's not a. I mean, any who who wouldn't want to you know defend a possible intruder if they're if they're aggressively entering. Yeah. So I I mean I understand. I mean I think this is ongoing discussion about how police officers are trained, and I feel like part of this could be them not announcing that even though they're supposed to but maybe in this in these situations they kind of like when you when there's a law like there's a 25 mile per hour speed limit there's a gray area where you kind of where people go 25 30 and 35 so you always have to account for okay people are going to do a little bit more than they're allowed to yeah so in this case the same with this cops or whoever these law enforcements are probably going to go a little further than they're allowed to because there's always that gray area there's always that level, that buffer around a specific point that you can kind of go forward or, or backward. So it's always you always have to keep that in mind. I think with law enforcement, they should be very specific and mm-hmm. and follow you know their training. But I mean, it remains to be seen. Again, it looks like no knock warrants are you know heading out. They're heading out the door. Nice, nice, nice. In funnier news, the Chappelle Show. Is back on Netflix, or it's just on Netflix now? It's uh, it's already, it's already, yeah, it's already on there. November first, they came on actually. Nice, I didn't realize it was already on there. Yeah, it's been on there for a while. It's top ten. Uh, last time I checked, last like tonight. Um, it's it's a really funny show, very legendary for a lot of reasons. Yeah, I love that show, man. Yeah, I watched it when I was little, so I don't have much memory of it other than like youtube clips and stuff like that and like just reoccurring stuff like that but i am excited to just i watched like the first episode again i was like in the middle of the second one it's hilarious it's still funny the first episode is the copy the copy shop one right yeah yeah that one that one hits home man (laughs) (laughs) timeless that one hits home timeless Uh, comedy I, i love that show a lot of my like pop culture like um running jokes come from that show oh really and uh dave Chappelle in general i should i guess i could say because uh, his stand-ups his oh uh, man his stand-ups are legendary as well but his show is top tier top it, tier his show is different he's the one who did everything with his show he was directly involved in the writing producing directing all that and obviously what happened to that show was he was offered like four years 40 million and it was the weirdest thing. He literally ran away. The show ended. Mm-hmm. He went to Africa for like a year. He mm-hmm. said in a stand-up. And then he came back talking about industries, Illuminati. He talked about some crazy stuff. There was an Oprah interview. And now he's he's kind of more, he's back in the spotlight after that. <laughs> yeah. He has more Netflix specials. He was actually on SNL on Saturday. And I saw a couple clips on YouTube. Hilarious. His monologue was amazing. Uh, again, a lot of this is very out of pocket, so... You gotta have a certain sense of humor to follow it. Yeah, for sure. What do you think about his uh, SNL? I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. So oh, not I, yet. I have it recorded, and I'm, I'm probably gonna watch it. Uh, okay. right after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was really funny. A, a couple of uh, the one scene I saw was him them getting out of character. It was just really funny when they all just start laughing and shit. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually really excited to watch it, and I was waiting to like have like a moment where like to myself where I can yeah. you know sit down and enjoy it. 
Yeah, it's a long episode, I guess. SNL is pretty like yeah. over an hour, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm ready for that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's dope. So yeah, Dave Chappelle's back, and uh, another kind of news that thought was cool. Um, Kanye West gave Kim Kardashian a hologram for her birthday of her father who died. It was like a, a it was like that Tupac hologram that everyone. I don't oh, know if everyone remember that. I didn't even know that he did that. Yeah, he he. It was like it it was literally a hologram, and it's him saying a message to his that, daughter. That is sick. It's cool. I guess it's like it's also like creepy. Too right, like you had someone program that and say all this stuff, but I yeah, think at the yeah. end of the day, it's very endearing. I think yeah, it's I think I think it's more dope than anything because the intent is yeah. is obviously the intent pure. is genuine. Yeah, yeah, and oh, another news. Uh, what happened with Kanye in the election? He 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 didn't win. It's it's rigged. It's rigged. Yeah, it has to be. It's rigged. There's no way. I think it, they should recount. The, you know what? They probably didn't send in all the mail-in ballots mm-hmm. for Kanye. They should recount them all because there's no way that Kanye wouldn't win. Of course. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe on the next show we'll get an update on that. Well, there might be a re- a recount so we can find out the real winner. Yeah. Well, we'll keep you guys updated on the on the true winner of the presidential election. Yes. Although the president elect is Joe Biden as of right now, not Joe Biden. <laughs> Common mistake. A common mistake. And in other news, an Indian doctor was duped into buying Aladdin's lamp for forty one thousand dollars. No way. Where is this? Well, is this in India? Yes. <laughs> it's Indian men. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's yeah. Indian men everywhere. Yes. But um, yep. as part of the con, they even pretended to conjure up spirits from the lamp in line with the tale from the Arabian uh, Nights. The men had reportedly wanted more than $200,000 for the lamp, but settled for a down payment of 41000 Man. That's crazy. I wonder how he feels. Uh, he feels like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what did he really expect from this lamp? Three wishes. Did he really? It's Aladdin's lamp. <laughs> I know, but come on, man. <laughs> All right. All right, well, anyway. Hey, did you know that... So when you see when you see the name X-Men, you know, all yeah. the mutants and all that, uh, like Wolverine, a Magneto, Professor X. Yeah. Do you know where that X and X-Men comes from? Nah, never. So, I can only speak for myself, I suppose, but I always thought the X and the X-Men stood for Xavier, Charles Xavier. Uh, I was going to say that, actually. His school, that. the school was the Xavier, like, Xavier School for the Gifted, like, he's yeah. the leader of the X-Men. Yeah. So, I thought, I always thought it was X for uh, Xavier. Yeah. Turns out it's not. Turns out the X and X-Men stands for the the X gene that makes a mutant a mutant. Oh, interesting. So every mutant has this X gene. That's yeah. the name of the gene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that, man. That's crazy. I I thought I also was thinking about it. I was like, wait, yeah, his name is Professor Xavier. Yeah. I mean, that's like, come on, man. Like the leader of the X Men, his name is Xavier. Yeah, and he assembled the school. I guess that makes sense, though. Yeah, that, it's the X gene as well. Well, I, yeah, I didn't know that, so I thought that was pretty cool. I thought I'd share that with you guys. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm sure a lot of people didn't know that. That's dope. So let's get into the Florida Man Monday. We have another little switch up. We have a Florida Woman Monday today. Okay. Yes, sir. Equality. So a Florida woman mistakes 37-week pregnancy for bad Chinese food. Man, that again. (laughs) So a Pensacola woman gave new meaning to the term food baby over the weekend. Her name's Crystal. I'll save her last name so you guys don't bully her. Uh, She said she woke up around 4 a.m. with stomach pains, and she had to go running back and forth between the bathroom. Um, so stomach pains. So that's a long, long time to have food poisoning from Chinese food. I wonder, I wonder like at what point she was like, this might not possibly be Chinese food. Did she drop it in the toilet? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think she had to go to the hospital and then they're like, ma'am, this isn't food poisoning. I mean, can you imagine like going 37 weeks and not knowing you're pregnant? I really can't. I think <laughs> she missed that week of health class in seventh grade. I, I I don't know, man. That's Florida for you. That's Florida. This is the issue with with like using political views to guide 
your intelligence does not work out. I agree. Please don't do that. Science is truth. Science is, yeah, 100%. Literally everything around you is science, down to the uh, atoms. I've recently got into this, into physics. So Adam and Eve isn't real? I don't know. That's actually religion and philosophy, so um, I don't want to get into that. Well, you said atoms. Atoms. (laughs) (laughs) There's only one atom, wasn't there? Yeah, Adam. Yeah. Adams. Adams Apple? Adams Apple. All right, let's get into some sports. You got anything for us, Supreme? Yeah, actually, I, I do have something for sports. So there was a boxing fight. Actually, I believe it was like last Saturday. I, you probably saw it on Twitter. Gervonta Davis. Gervonta Tank Davis. Knocks the life. The bejesus. Out of Leo Santa Cruz. Who was an amazing fighter, actually. He was almost undefeated. He had one loss, one draw. Leo Santa Cruz was almost winning the fight. He was dominating the round, round six. Out of nowhere, Gervonta Davis uh, slips Leo Santa Cruz's punch. Then just out of nowhere, just the fastest uppercut to Leo Santa Cruz's chin. Santa Cruz drops. He just lifeless drops. Down in the corner of the ring, KO. It was one of the craziest knockouts I have ever seen. Especially because of the context of the fact that Leo Santa Cruz was dominating that round. He was winning. And it was just such a shock to see that happen because he was winning. And also, if you just watch the the knockout itself, you probably see it on Twitter or YouTube. It was an amazing, clean, clean punch. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know Gervonta Davis... He's undefeated. He is a member of Floyd Money Mayweather's um, the Money Team yeah. promotions. Yeah, yeah, he's dope. He's the future of boxing. He's only like twenty four. And the dude was out for like a couple minutes too, right? I honestly thought something bad was happening. Yeah, yeah, he was out. He <clears throat> um, Devontae Davis has every fight, every win that he has is a knockout except for one win. So he has he's like twenty three knockouts and twenty four wins. That's insane. It's an over a 90% knockout rate. It's insane. Yeah, that's insane. So, and he doesn't look like he's going to lose <laughs> any fights moving forward. If you guys want to see a good fight guaranteed, they're comparing him to like the Mike Tyson of of this era really? in a sense. He's getting there because Mike Tyson was obviously a knockout artist. Do you know what uh, weight division this is? I believe he's uh, he's uh, mid- lightweight. lightweight. I think he's lightweight. But I could be off. I, I I don't I don't remember. There's been so many fights at different weight classes that yeah. it's it's hard to you, track. Yeah, you get joggled up. Um, I was really excited. So this fight was actually on Halloween. Um, I was really excited for that fight. Like I was ta- like I was talking about it all week. I have this regular that comes into work and we just talk sports all the time. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about it, like talking hyping it up all week. And I was literally, I completely forgot about it. And then I like got like I saw Twitter like after, and I was like. God damn it. Like, I've missed the fight. Like, I was yeah. talking about it all week, and I just... It was Halloween, so, like, it... I kind of just, you know... Right, it was Halloween, yeah. So, like, kind of, like, went past my mind, but I was like, damn. I was like, man, I was just trying to watch this all week. And yeah, I f- no. I forgot about it. I actually forgot about it until the day of the fight, because I knew he was fighting uh, in the end of October. It was a great fight. Regardless of whether you saw it live or you you saw highlights of it, you got, you, you got whatever you wanted out of it, mm-hmm. I think. Dope-ass fight. Uh, if you see Gervonta's name in the future, just watch that fight. And then uh, for some more sports, <clears throat> we have like a have some NFL recap for you, NFL Sunday recap. Antonio Brown and Des Bryant both make their returns to the NFL. Dope. It's crazy. They both came back the same day. Unfortunately, Des Bryant, he did not get uh, any receptions or any yards. And to be honest, I'm not sure if he even seen a snap. Uh, but Antonio Brown, on the other hand, that man, he had three receptions and 31 yards. I know this isn't crazy stats, but he hasn't played in the league for well, two years now. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, but regardless, you know, he only had 31 yards, but and he, he looked like Antonio Brown. Yeah, and it's in the midst of Tom Brady's, like, worst game. So, Thanks. I mean, you got to take that into account. If Tom Brady played better... Yeah, he, so he would have he yeah, would have had more yards, I would assume. Yeah, Tom Brady lost to Drew Brees thirty eight to three. 
last night on Sunday Night Football. Tough. But the good news is Antonio. I mean, like I said, I know I know he only had 31 receiving yards, but Antonio Brown looked like Antonio Brown. He had this one catch. It wasn't super flashy, but he has Antonio Brown has these late hands. Um, it's something like I talked about. Something that's talk, that's talked about when it, um, people refer to wide receivers and their skill set. Mm-hmm. He has these late hands. So like he, because how how football works is if like if you're a wide receiver and you have your hands like positioned to catch the ball. Yeah. It gives where your hands are gives the defender time to put their hands in between yours. That's true. Antonio Brown does this thing where he uh, he puts his hands out really late and it, it looks so nice the way he it kind of he just like snags the ball out of the air. Yeah, he snatches it. Yeah, so he had one of those catches and it, it was so nice. Like it was it wasn't a big reception or anything like that. I mean, he had three catches for thirty one yards, only averaging ten yards a catch, but it was it was it was nice and he was getting open. He was like. He was he was on that field and he was getting open. Yeah. Tom Brady uh, unfortunately couldn't hit him a few more times, but uh, yeah, it was it was really dope to see Antonio Brown back on the field. Yeah, let, let's hope he gets more touches moving forward. Yeah, and then actually Tampa Bay, they got smacked so hard they lost thirty eight to three. They set a record for the fewest rushes ever in an NFL game. Wow. So Ronald Jones had three carries for nine yards all game. Leonard Fournette had one carry for zero yards, so that's four. And the last play of the game, the last play of the game, because they're losing 38-3, to three, they take a knee. That counts as a rush. Oh, really? Okay. So if they didn't run that, if they didn't take a knee, they would have only had four rushes. Wait, the knee counts as a rush? Yeah, because it well, how counts come, as a... Uh, Baker Mayfield had one incomplete, and it was a knee. Oh, it was, or a, it was spike. a spike. Yeah. Okay, so that counts as a pass? Mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, I guess that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Well... It's interesting. Anyway, it's yeah, they set a record for the fewest rushes ever. Wow. Uh just to give you just you know, just to give you like a comparison, they had five rushes, right? Set the record for the yeah. most for the fewest ever. Uh-huh. Um New Orleans had thirty seven rushes. So Do you think that's part of the reason they got Definitely. destroyed that bad? Like they, diversity in offense is important. It, uh the biggest the, the the biggest reason they lost or didn't even have a chance was because they could not, for the love of God, get a first down. They right. could not. Like, right. they couldn't move the ball at all. So they were going, it seemed like they were going three and out every time. And mm. honestly, they pretty much were. Tom Brady only threw the ball 38 times. So they, 38 times he threw the ball, and they only had four rushes throughout the game. Yeah. What is that, 42 snaps? Like, that's yeah. that's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's insane. Um, yeah, they got they got absolutely dogged. Uh, the Ravens played the Colts this week and it's funny cause like when you think of those two teams, the Ravens just stand out way more than the Colts, yeah. but they're both in the AFC, uh, AFC North and they're division rivals. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Or I'm sorry. Uh, one, uh, Ravens are in the AFC North, uh, Colts are in the, um, AFC South. So they're division, uh, what's it called? They're conference rivals. Right. Okay. Uh, the Ravens and the Colts both went into this game five and two. Yeah, so the Colts are kind of like an underdog team. Yeah, because Philip Rivers and the offense isn't too flashy, but the Colts defense right now is really really nice. Right. Yeah. Anyway, they made Lamar look like a fool in the first half. So let me let me give you the 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 drive breakdown that the Ravens had um, for the first half. Punt, 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 punt. That's, uh, that's how all their drives went in the first half. Wow! In the first in the first drive on the second quarter, or the sec, uh, the second half, so the third quarter, mm-hmm. their first drive, uh, the Ravens' first drive, fumble. No way! Yeah, that defense has the clampers. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Anyway, uh, good news. Good news. Bad news. Bad news. 49ers got blown out by the Packers on Thursday. Good news. Cardinals and the Seahawks both lost today right. or yesterday. So yeah, uh, we didn't really lose. Uh, spacing or yeah. we didn't, there was no gap built. Nothing changed. Correct. And then the Rams didn't play today. So technically no one won in the NFC West. So that's does, good. Does point differential ever come into factor if everything else is even? Uh, at the That never happens, but it's, yeah, it could it's happen. It's something, right? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy though if it gets to yeah, that point. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I have a question for you actually. Yeah. This is the sports is regarding sports. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about sportsmanship on 
on the court, on the field. For example, let me give you an example. Um, a player falls down mm-hmm. on the court, and then the uh, opposing team helps them up. Um, it depends. Like if it's like a regular season game, then I think it doesn't matter. But it also depends on how you are trying to portray yourself as a team. Some teams are like very tough and and they want to be nitty gritty, so you don't want to pick someone up, and like. There's certain teams that want to give the attitude off and and that intimidation factor, and like I I am so above you, and you want to kind of put that persona and that mentality on them, which is very effective in sports. There's a lot of things that you don't see. That's a lot of men- mental, right? So that could be a reason. If it's the playoffs and the finals, don't help them up, keep them down. And there ain't no need for that. You know what I'm saying? Like this is pro sports. At the end of the day, it's all about winning. And if someone gets injured, that's a different story because that's beyond the sport. That's just humanity. So if there's anything but injury, then it doesn't matter. I mean, honestly, sometimes it just looks bad when you pick up an opponent. So I would say most likely not just don't pick them up, just walk away. There's one thing I saw was Amari Stoudemire. He, this guy was on the ground. Shane Battier is NBA players on the ground. My smart uh, Sodomar puts his hand out to help him. The guy on the ground reaches out, and then Sodomar just puts his hand back and walks away. And it was just hella funny because the guy was just reaching for air. So, I don't know. It's just you can make them look like fools, you know, and or you can look like a fool. It's my opinion. It's interesting that you brought up the the um, the playoff factor because honestly, I wasn't really asking about that. It was more right. like a regular season thing. Uh, yeah, playoffs is. I feel like playoffs is different, um, but I I kind of do like that. Like I feel like well, as for myself, like when the ball is snapped, you're playing, and then yeah. kind of like when it's over, it's over. Like when the play ends, I see. Like uh, it's kind of like you're putting on a show, because at uh, there's there's this kind of thing where like if you if you let it get to you that much, then you're kind of it's kind of like a mental break to me like if you i i know you can see it both ways of course but like i feel like um if you get if you let it get to you that much where you're like fighting after every play you're not really focused on the plan oh yeah i think yeah that if you're fighting that's different like you're then you're you're out of your mind I, i think my thing was like you're so focused on the game you're not thinking about anyone but yourself or your team yeah and i think i also think it's like a level of respect like if if someone like if someone catches a ball on you, then you could either you have basically have two options. You could either like get mad or you could almost like pat them on the butt for it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's so it it depends on the situation, the catch, the the what's on the line. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's it, for sure. There's so many factors. But just to in it. general, I'm asking. I would say in general, it's 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 perfectly okay. Okay. Yeah, it's, and NFLs is like you mentioned. It's like a play where they're acting out a scene, and then in between scene one and scene two. There's a setup, and they're all running around in the background. Yeah, it's kind of what it is. You 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 do first down, all right. Then they have to move up to the to the line of scrimmage, and there's all this setup going on. I mean, I get it. in that sense, it makes sense. I think I think it's perfectly fine. But sometimes games are just so intense, and moments are so crucial. I agree that it's I I I, I don't put it past on people not helping them up. Yeah, I know. I agree that it's not always gonna be the case where you're buddy buddy but i'm just asking like in general like because if i told if i told somebody because i mean i'm asking you because other people obviously think differently yeah some people like straight up think like nah like never ever ever do that (laughs) like this isn't like it's not like this isn't a game like this is real like you you can't because some people could see it like as a weakness yeah and some people could say say it see, uh, see it as you're not taking it really seriously you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's why I wanted to ask you because I wanted to see how you felt. Because for me personally, like I love seeing like that sportsmanship on the field. I actually, I actually do enjoy it sometimes. Yeah. Like I mean, if someone picks someone up, I don't either. I either, I either don't care. Or I'm like, oh, that's really nice. Yeah. What actually was funny is that I really enjoy is uh, the after game handshakes. I always think those are cool. For whatever reason, I'm like, all right, show me the camera, show the QBs, show the QBs shaking <laughs> yeah. hands, show the show the star players talking to each other. I, yeah. I always find that interesting, and it's cool to see that even if they're fighting, that they they shake their hand because yeah. the game is over. Yeah, 
It's Once the game is over, it yeah. does not the sh- matter. The show's over. Show's over. Um, I guess in between snaps is 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 where you can go either way. You can you know help or not. But mm-hmm. at the end of the game, it's the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So. That's one thing I like about football is like you can watch the snap. An average play is like seven seconds long. Yeah. So if you're doing something, you watch the play, and then you're like, oh, I got forty seconds to do something on in the meantime. Right. So like some, like I'll catch myself like uh, when I watch a game. Like as soon as the play ends, I'll run to the other room, grab something and come back in time. <laughs> yeah. Like that's cool. Like uh like you you don't have to be watching like the whole time. That's the thing about football. You can look away. The, yeah, I guess that's good. In basketball it's just like up and it's like yeah, ping you pong. gotta wait for a commercial basically. Yeah, you gotta wait for their <laughs> out of bounds. Yeah. And even that's like ten seconds max. Yeah. So uh, that's true. That's that's a good point. So let's get into Supreme Tells joke segment. What you got for us today, Supreme? What video game system has a lot of fun? Which one? The Wii. <laughs> All right, getting into some media. Have you heard of the video game Watchdog? Yeah. Have you heard of the the new rendition or the the sequel? I should call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard uh, the next gen consoles are gonna do something for it. Yeah, well, they're so how so. I guess I should give you like a little quick rundown of the game. It's an open world game. Uh, you could. It's probably uh, the best compared to like Grand Theft Auto or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, that's probably the best, you know, comparison is Grand Theft Auto, but you're, uh, basically a hacker. Okay. That's, so you play as a hacker and you can hack into everybody's phones and, and all their personal information and stuff. Well, there's a, there's a little mistake with the algorithm and it creates a highly inappropriate character in the game. Okay. So if you, there's this, there's this, uh, woman in the game. Just a random, they're all just random people like you can see on the street. And you yeah. Can, since you're a hacker, you can see all their personal information. Right. So this woman, she's a pediatrician. And then it shows in her little description that her last relationship uh, ended bad. Uh, her last relationship was with, a, with, with, was with a patient. Now, if you don't know, a pediatrician only takes care of children under, eight, under 18. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, her, it says that her last... Uh, relationship was with the patient and she got in trouble for it. Well, she shouldn't be on the streets, man. <laughs> she should so, be behind bars. So, uh, the developers quickly, you know, went to fix that, uh, that mistake in the game. Cause that's, they don't want that in the game. You know what that I mean? It was, it, was, be a it was purely an accident. Yeah. Their algorithm. Yeah. Or whatever. Their algorithm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, yeah, do some investigations and <laughs> in internal affairs in that dev group, bro. It's so, fucked up. So in some more uh, media news, uh, The Mandalorian premiered. Uh, now it's been two weeks, so we just had the second episode this past Friday. Man, oh man, it feels so good to watch it. Um, it like I said, like I said last time, it just makes me feel like a little kid watching that. Yeah. And this is brand new, brand new stuff. This is not me rewatching um episode four that came out in 1984 or 1974 or however long ago it was yeah this is brand new high def dolby vision yeah 4k stuff man and it it looks so nice and it's it's so dope to see new material with new characters and it still feels like star wars that's that is the main thing it still feels like star wars yeah i'm not gonna give any spoilers what happened in the first two episodes but I do recommend you go watch it. They're not long episodes. First episode was, let's say, 52 minutes. Second episode was like 44. Um, the second episode was, I'll uh, give you a little little sneak peek preview. It was more like a side mission. But those are cool too, man. It's Star Wars. Yeah. No, I think having going into the universe, the whole universe is dope. Yeah. It should be dope. You know, I, I was actually, I watched this movie from 2012 called The Impossible. And I was thinking like, and then I watched this movie recently that was in 4K um called Love Guaranteed. It was like this weird chick flick or whatever. But it was in 4K Dolby Vision. And I was thinking like this movie's alright, but it it seems better than it's what it should be. And I was thinking like why? Why is why do I like it more than I should be should like it? Mm. And I think it's because the quality of the movie in terms of the resolution and the image clarity and just 4K Dolby Vision is so good that every movie from this point on forward is going to be in 4K Dolby Vision for the most part. So you're seeing movies like you've never seen them before because most movies in movie theaters max out at 1080p 
on the projector screens. And, I mean, now they're, it's moving upwards now. But, like, your home theater experience is most likely more is more clear and higher resolution than a movie theater. And if you have surround sound, it's a whole other, you know, uh, little layer to that. So I was just thinking, like, now movies, like, every movie's really going to be this high quality. And our standard is that high now. And you don't see your standard that high until you watch a movie that isn't 4K. Yeah. Or is it doesn't have all these other effects and pops. So, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. If you ever watch a new movie that's like a whatever type of side movie that you don't see in the mainstream media, you kind of just see it on Netflix somewhere, but it's still 4K in 2020 um, in this year. You're like, okay, this is like, this looks good. It just looks good. So, yeah. It's a good yeah. thing to think about. Yeah. So, like... It's funny you mentioned that because <clears throat> when I watch, like when I watch an older movie, I kind of have to tell myself, I have, I kind of have to like get over myself. Yeah. Like, okay, some of this looks shitty, but that's not why I'm watching it. I'm not, I'm yeah. not here to watch. I try to do that when I watch pretty much anything. Yeah. I'm, I try to tell myself, cause sometimes I have to, sometimes I have to tell myself like, okay, I'm not here to like, to shit on everything that's bad. I'm here yeah. to enjoy what I'm watching. Uh, but you talked about going to the movies and it's not. You know, not is not it doesn't look as clear as like when you're at home, but that's true. But I the I think the point of going to the movies is like it's like the whole vibe. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no. Yeah, like it's okay that the movie like you kind of don't when you go to the movies, you're not really like, damn, like this looks like it looks really sharp and all that. I I never I never went to the movies and really thought okay. to myself that. Okay, well, first, I, I, I think going to the movies is way better than at home. I'll give you that. But you haven't thought of that because you're not used to 4K. Because 4K content has just recently in the past two years been very mainstream. Like Disney Plus, almost everything is 4K. Now Adobe Vision is common. Netflix is a bunch of 4K. So what you're, what you're seeing when, you go, when you've been going in your past 10 plus years of going to the movie theaters. And again, this is me just talking assumptions, obviously. Um and you can agree and disagree, you know, what is true and not. But what you've seen in the last 10 years is your standard of what you've been seeing on your TV, which is then applied to you watching a movie. So there's not much difference because we've all been HD, which is 1080p. We've all had that standard. But now the standard at home is becoming really high and it's been uh, getting to 4K the past two years. So that is that's what I'm seeing now. Because when I went to a movie theater, um, in I think it was like January this year. I don't even remember the last time. Sonic the Hedgehog, and I was, <laughs> and um and it wasn't 4K, yeah. man. And I could tell. I was like, man, this isn't like I love it. I love being here. It's dope. Because I only reason I would watch a movie like Sonic the Hedgehog is because it's in theaters. Yeah. So I was like, it's dope. I, I could I could kind of tell. Like, damn. Like, there's there's a little shadowing here. There's like a little. You could tell the projectors a little effed up here i i just like started noticing things and maybe this is me but i do believe that when you hold the standard of something and then your standard raises your you know your the bar raises then the other stuff has to raise with it or you're going to notice the difference i that's the that's that's a good point um like we're not used to seeing it yeah um but i i have been to the movies since I started watching, you know, on 4K and stuff like that. But yeah. but at the same time, you're you're saying like your standards, you, you like you get us you develop a certain set of standards while watching at home. Yeah. But I and you notice you notice like yeah, there's like rips. Like sometimes there's even like a smudge. I, I've noticed like yeah, when I went to same. the movie, like there's like something on the on the screen or yeah. there's something on the lens. Yeah. Of the projector. Exactly. And, yes. And that's like all you noticed. Like that's all you notice for the whole movie because you're like, damn, like I can't stop looking at it. Yeah, it's kind of like a stain on your shirt. Or like, like no one knows it's there. Yeah, but since you since you know it's there, like nobody else sees it. Like nobody even gives a fuck. But like you know it's there. Yeah. So it just bothers you. Or like, are, is the mouse on the screen when you're watching something? Mm -hmm. Do you put it on the side or do you yeah. just leave it there? No, I can't. I can't. Yeah. That's that's funny. That but that's funny <laughs> yeah. you say that because that that actually does bother me. Yeah, me too. Uh, it also bothers me when people watch or like when I'm trying to watch something and it's not in full screen. Like it's like you could see. Oh, I hate. You that. can see like the tab. Yeah, and you can see the bottom. Like, bro, what the fuck? Like, put it full screen. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I when I go to the movies, I really try, in in like in order to to have the best experience. Yeah, I try not to 
to let anything bother me. I feel you. I feel you. I notice it, and then I'm like, all right, I'm watching a movie. Yeah, yeah, but but, but when you, you do, do notice, notice it. it, when you do notice it, it's kind of sometimes it is kind of hard to, oh, to yeah. not notice it. It is really hard. You gotta like really tell yourself mm. like how you would you would tell yourself about old movies. I guess it's happening to me now, or it will when movie theaters are open. That you gotta tell yourself like, all right, I'm here. <laughs> For the movie, the movie's dope. And I mean, it's a huge screen. You're not going to get that at home. And you're not going to get the the type of surround sound that they do in theaters. Yeah, and it's the whole so, experience. Just yeah. going to the movies, getting your popcorn, yeah. getting your drink and your snacks and just yeah. chilling in the nice, you know, comfy. Like, yeah, it's it's cool to watch movies at home, but it's just an experience yeah. to go to the movie theaters. Yeah, at, at the end of the day, the experience of going to the movies outweigh any negatives mm-hmm. of going to the, uh, of watching That's a movie how it should at be. theater. You shouldn't go out. You Like, if you're going to go do something and enjoy it you shouldn't be looking for reasons to not enjoy it oh 100 percent. i mean i mean you can observe you can be observant and, and find it but don't let it cloud your judgment or, yeah. don't or let it just affect consume your, you. your experience in, exactly. a, in a negative way exactly yeah. i couldn't have said it better yeah so uh actually one more <laughs> one more media thing um there's this show on hulu that i just discovered last night it's called wu-tang an american saga and it's a drama uh, it's a live action drama and it uh, depicts the origin of the Wu-Tang Clan. Wow. Yeah. So it's set in, obviously it's set in New York. Um, I had just finished watching the first episode and it's been, it's, it's been a long time since like, I feel like I've watched an episode of a show and I want to watch, like, I really want to watch the second one. Right. Uh, so this show actually came out in 2019, but I had no idea that it existed until yesterday. Yeah. So I'm probably going to finish that shit real quick. But <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's cool. And what's funny, I was going to, I was going to say this. I'm glad I remembered. What's funny about this show is like, they're all using at, for, for episode one, uh, at least they're all using their real names. Oh, really? In the show? Yeah, of course. Like, they haven't really, they haven't started the group yet. So they're all calling each other by their real names. I see, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, who the fuck is Dennis? (laughs) Like, because Ghostface's name, his real name is Dennis. The Rizza, his name is, his name is Robert, but he goes by, but he goes by Bobby. So they're calling him Bobby. He doesn't go by Dick? No, he doesn't. (laughs) No, his name is, no, his name's Robert, not Richard. Oh, Richard is Dick. (laughs) Yeah, a method man, his name is Clifford. Like how the like, I never knew their real names. I I had to like I had to like think like what the fuck like who are who are these people? But it's funny because they dress them and they kind of make them look like how they how they did. Yeah. So that's kind of a tale. But like, um, wait, is it the uh, the actual group playing themselves? No. Really? So it's it's, it's actors. It, yeah, it's actors okay. doing a a reenactment or what would you call that a. Yeah, I guess that was what you yeah, call it, yeah. depicting their origin. Right. So it's not them, so, it's it's actors playing them. Like straight out of Compton. Yeah, just like that, exactly. But, but I mean, those actors were like spot on. Yeah. Well, that's that was a big major studio film. Okay, this is a yeah, little right, TV right, show. Right. Okay. Uh, I do have, I like, there's things that I like in that first episode. Like, there's things that happened in that first episode alone yeah. that made me feel like it was going to be a good show. Uh, something that I noticed, like when as as a person that watches like a lot of, I feel like I watch a lot of movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I noticed right off the bat was the way it's shot is dope. Like right. they do like these quick pans. Yeah, and I I fuck with that. Like <laughs> that I, shit looks so nice to me. Cinematography is underrated. Yeah, it's it's especially like to people that don't really notice stuff like that. Like subconsciously, you do notice it. No, you're like, oh, why do I like this movie? And sometimes you can't state like the reasons. Mm-hmm. And that's a big reason is the way they shot it, the filters they used, like that that those things that you don't necessarily can see is a big factor. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff too, man. And you know, the probably the coolest part about the show is they're playing their music, they're like starting to like figure out how to make their music. Yeah. And the whole vibe, the whole vibe is dope. So I'm really excited to continue watching that. Yeah, I guess uh, would you say like if you like the movie Straight Outta Compton, you might like this. In terms uh, of story? Yeah, yeah, I think you would because if you enjoyed the movie Straight Outta Compton and you didn't even really know who they were, or even if you did, if you still enjoyed that like that movie, this is pretty similar style, a sim- yeah. like pretty a-, a similar idea. Yeah. Um, I've only watched the first episode so far, but what I've seen so far is it's enough to make me want to watch the rest. That's dope. Yeah, and then um. 
I have, we have the, we're going to kick off the music Mondays right now. And I have a question for you. Um, here we go. Who has been your quarantine artist this year? Quarantine artist? Yeah. So when I say quarantine artists, it could be any of these. So you can pick one. Okay. An artist you've discovered during quarantine. An artist whose music you've been playing the most during quarantine. Or an artist whose music has gotten you through quarantine. And I, I guess question like the second and the third one are kind of similar, but they're a little bit different. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I would say the second one. Okay. I don't think I've used it to get me through quarantine. I've kind of done that with, you know, deep thinking and, and just overcoming things, whatever, mentally. Um, Cause you're, I'm always at home. So it kind of sucks. This podcast helps cause I'm talking to a mic. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, no, I think I just, I, I've always been a guy that was made fun of when I was in high school for listening to the same shit over and over again. And the older I get now, I understand that um, there's not a lot of things that you may like, especially when you get older. Things you start, you start liking things less and less. Some things you just, you go into a passion more of less things than liking a wide breadth of a lot of things. So um, for me, I just, I like listening to the same playlist that I made, you know, and I've been adding music to it, so... It's always the same like three artists for me. I've already said like Kanye, J. Cole, and Drake. Uh, Kendrick's in there, Frank Ocean. There's like a, a bunch of other artists too, but those three are the main. And I'll just listen to them, man. If I ever if I ever need something to get me through something or if I want to get into a mood, like I want to get hyped, yeah. you know, I'll put on I'll put on a certain album or a certain playlist or a certain song. And it's funny that this this came up because I read that um this study that they did, uh, that music actually elicits the same uh, like endorphins and it can change your mood and it's scientifically proven now. So if you do need something to get you by, I mean, hundred percent music yeah. would do it. That's dope. What about you? Uh, yeah. So I'm going to say, I'm going to just, I'm going to say it's probably, it's probably Nas, uh, to be honest. And I want to, something significant is I feel like I haven't listened to a lot of Kanye this year. I mean, yeah, he's been in the cycle, so you feel... Do you feel bad if you listen to him? No, 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 no. I, I think at this point in time that I've kind of almost played it out, unfortunately. Really? Yeah, like, I do listen to Kanye, but I the only reason I listen to Kanye these days is because I shuffle my whole library, and right. Kanye makes up a lot of it. Because yeah. he has how many tracks? 150? He's a lot, yeah. And I have all the tracks, not all the tracks, but I have a lot of tracks where he's featured on the song. Right, right. Which don't, which are, uh, you know, not a part of that 150. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like, I feel like this past year, I haven't really, like, now that I think about it, I haven't really, like, listened to him like I used to. I used to listen to him, like, all day. That's all I'd listen to. Yeah. Um, but uh, I also feel like, I used to listen to like last year, this time last year, I used to listen to music a lot more because I was working early mornings, Monday through Friday. Yeah. So I had time to listen to a lot of music because I would listen to it while I was working and I, yeah. I didn't need to be spoken to and I didn't need to speak. Right. So it was the perfect time to listen to um, music, new music, uh, podcasts. I had, I had a lot of time to listen. And now that um, I don't work mornings Monday through Friday, it's kind of just like kind of like off and on. Like when I, when I get it, I can. Yeah. And I can't do it at my other job because I have to talk to people all day. Right, right. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I guess we'll find out when the Spotify uh, numbers come out this year about how, how many hours I've listened yeah, to. Yeah, those are always dope. Yeah, I like those. Um, but I would say it's probably Nas uh, the most this year. But I wouldn't say yeah. he either got – I wouldn't also would, – I wouldn't say he got me through quarantine. Yeah. Quarantine, um, the quarantine itself was, it was different and it was not different in a bad way for myself. Uh, I had a lot of time to work on new things. I had, I had, I did so many puzzles. I did some reading. I got to spend time with my family that I've never had time to before. And now today, like I barely see them like ever now. Right. Yeah. I think quarantine, uh, obviously there's insane negative but if you like to see to look at the positives of, of negative situations, which you should be optimistic, then there's always there. It's always there. Um, I think one thing also is when you get older, you just listen to music less. I feel 
I feel like you just just not as much as when you're a teenager and you're you know a young adult. I feel like you just don't have time. Yeah, do you then think you get kids and like you, you just think can't. It's that you think it's you kind of don't have you don't have the time you once had for music. You know, I think I look at like my older siblings or like my cousins that are older, and I notice that they just don't follow music as much as I do now, um, and they're older than me. So I'm like, man, am I gonna get there? Another thing could be like the lack of like wireless headphones, because like you can literally like put one AirPod in or one wireless earpod that you have, whatever brand it is. And just walk, like, walk, like, just listen to it when your left ear is mm, open. Yeah. So they couldn't do that growing up. So a lot of things, these norms and patterns that we see are probably going to change and shift. And we're probably all going to have a very bad hearing when we're older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Because we're literally, like, the first generation, first two generations that have had this much access yeah. to this type of uh, uh, audio technology. Yeah, all the time. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Uh, you said you wonder if you're gonna become like the, your older cousins and stuff. Uh, yeah. Or your siblings, and they're you see how they don't like music as much as you do. You're afraid that you'll reach that point. Yeah. I feel the same way about video games. Like. Oh yeah. Like older people, like they they don't play them and they don't care, and it makes me feel like, damn, I really hope I never get that old where I. I I don't want to play. Like, yeah. I don't want to. Like, they don't want to. Like, they, it's not something that it's uh, appealing to them. Yeah. And I'm like, I really hope I never, like, reach the day where like, I don't want to play a, I, a video game. I think, again, that's that's actually a good point you bring. That's another thing that has evolved. Video games have become mobile. Video games have become yeah. out of this world in terms of the specs and technology and the things that they bring out. And even they have studies showing that they can, they can uh, help reduce stress and have an outlet and now you see grown adults being streamers and making millions of dollars that wasn't there before Mm -hmm. you know video games uh different consoles there's more consoles now than there have ever been so it's another thing man that it's just going to evolve and we're going to be the the guinea pig generation in my opinion yeah that's a good it's a good closing note on that on that topic um and then we'll get into a wild thought and then we'll get out of here If you clean a vacuum cleaner, then are you a vacuum cleaner? Whoa.